0: The Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. Episode two If you're so smart, why is life still hard? Welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with me, Elsa Kramer, also known as Coach Kramer. And today I want to talk about something that a lot of people are confused about because if you're extremely smart why can't you figure everything out why aren't smart people always on top of things successful at anything they try to do leading a fairy tale or incredibly instagrammable life now i've already talked about this a little bit in the previous podcast first of all smart humans are still human Things will happen that are completely out of our control. And we're going to have to deal with that. But there is another reason. To put it bluntly, your smart brain that is so good at problem solving is actually quite stupid. Yep. Does that sound contradictory? Then let me explain. Basically, your brain... Is just a machine, a machine that is very good at some things and not so good at others, which, by the way, <laughs> is a whole other can of worms, um, and we'll definitely look into that in other episodes. But basically, think of your brain as a computer, which hasn't been updated for a very long time. It is still wired to protect you from wild beasts, and extremely unpredictable events. Your hardware is so outdated that it has a very hard time adapting to the relatively safe and predictable world we live in. Odds are, if you're listening to this podcast, you do not need to worry about finding berries to survive, about tigers about to ambush you, about being cast out of your tribe and being eaten alive by wolves or hyenas. But your brain hasn't actually caught on to this. It still thinks that whenever you want to do something out of the ordinary or something that risks your relationships with other humans, you will die. Now, how does this show up in real life? For example, let's say you want to write a social media post. Immediately, your primitive brain will kick in and tell you it is not safe. People will hate it. It's extremely risky. You'll probably be cancelled, right? And this may not even be conscious, but what you will notice is this massive resistance to doing it. And instead, you'll do something safe. Like clean your inbox or watch Netflix or whatever it is you do when you procrastinate. Second example, you're in a meeting and you want to speak up because you disagree with what someone's saying. Your brain tells you people could disapprove of that. They will have opinions that may not be (laughs) very um, positive about what you're about to say. So your brain tells you Don't say that, right? It will backfire, it will be dangerous. You're going to be kicked out of the tribe. And you probably believe it, so you keep your mouth shut. You don't say the thing you want to say, you don't raise your hand, and you may not even share your incredibly amazing idea, because you're afraid it's going to be shut down. having a smart mind makes it actually harder to override these this primitive wiring of your brain because your smart mind is able to create very very clever arguments to dissuade you from taking any risks and this is a cause of so much unnecessary suffering the self sabotage the endless procrastination the never getting projects out into the world never showing up as your full amazing self. So we have to stop doing that. But the hardest thing about that for a lot of smart humans is that people need to start realizing that that amazing brain they have, that is so much fun, so smart, actually lies a lot of the time. Yes, your brain lies a lot. I'm sorry. Basically, it can be a bit of a toxic relationship. So the very first thing you have to do is actually stop believing everything your beloved brain tells you. And it will tell you things like, you don't know enough about this topic to write about it. Um, You shouldn't post this because... It isn't attractive enough. Or you shouldn't change jobs because it's going to be horrible and you'll end under the bridge. All the scary things. And basically, the more general underlying thought that plays you know, underneath all this subconsciously is, if you do this, you will not be safe. And that thought generally goes unchallenged Because most people don't even notice it. So how do you give that ancient hardware of yours an upgrade? And how do you start getting clear about what you should and shouldn't believe about the thoughts your brain is offering? This is actually some of the work I do with my clients. And luckily it is a lot easier than you might think actually starts with awareness, with observing your thoughts. I want you to start noticing what you're actually thinking throughout the day. And you can, for example, take a couple of minutes each morning to write down what you're thinking. That's a great way to start because then a lot of garbage (laughs) usually tends to come out like, I suck at this or this is going to be so hard, um, etc, etc. So that's, that's a great place to start. But I also want you to notice when you start feeling stressed, anxious, pressured, small, diminished, etc. What are the thoughts you are thinking in that moment? Because that's the moment your brain is probably telling you a lie to scare you out of doing something. And then when you find these thoughts, ask yourself, is this really true? Am I really going to end under the bridge? Am I really going to be cancelled? Or is this just my brain misguidedly protecting me like some crazy helicopter parent? Because basically, let's face it, your brain just wants to wrap you in cotton wool and keep you inside for the rest of your life so nothing can happen to you, right? So if you're becoming aware of those thoughts and you investigate them and you notice They're probably not true. You can actually start doing a more realistic risk analysis. And you can tell your brain that, yes, this is a scary thing. I do not know what is going to happen. There may not be a guarantee of a successful outcome. But no, we are not going to die. And yes, I'm going to do it anyway. And if you would love how to learn to do that, how to manage that smart mind of yours so you can do amazing things in the world, I can help you. Together, we can write the perfect user manual for your specific brain that will allow you to thrive instead of just survive. Reach out to me via my website, coachcramer.org, or send me a message on LinkedIn. And if there is a specific topic you'd love to see covered on this podcast or someone you'd love to see interviewed, please let me know on podcast at elsakramer.com. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love a review so more people can find the podcast and learn to manage their smart mind. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode where we're going to talk about people pleasing. Until then, bye bye. Hey, smart Human. You're probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the mapping your unique brain workbook. and you can actually download it for free at www.. CoachKramer.org slash brain map. So that's CoachKramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind.